welcome to the Schools and Academies Show podcast. This episode was recorded at the Schools and Academies Show in Birmingham on 13th and 14th November 2019. Don't forget to register for your free place at our upcoming show in London on www.schoolsandacademiesshow.co.uk. Good morning. Thanks for popping along this morning. My name's Sarah Denton, and I'm going to be taking this session for the next 20 minutes. So what we're talking about this morning is how we've consistently learnt on programme. This is really important when we're delivering projects, especially when you've got the general public coming to site. It's essential that you do it in an efficient and effective manner. So hopefully we're going to teach you a little bit about that today and how we've achieved that. I mean, what Porter Cabin are absolutely passionate about doing is delivering educational buildings. And that's not only for teachers, but it's for the staff and for the pupils as well. And this is why it's important that we consistently learn from the projects we've previously been on. So hopefully I'm going to take you on a bit of a journey this morning. The journey that we take our key stakeholders on. So the journey that the, the teachers take. All those people that have a vested interest in the product. To actually create a real quality learning environment. And we're going to do this by looking at four key areas. And the first area that we're going to look at is some of the projects that we've delivered, some of the challenges that we've faced, because I think that's really important to understand that at the outset. The second area we're going to look at is innovation. How have we innovated? What have we learned from those challenging programs to take forward for future? Third one, I'm hopefully going to change your perception a little bit on modular builds, because I'm going to show you a complex building that we've done and how it actually performs in essence. And the very last section is to do with the future. It's a nod to the future. What should we do to make sure modular is used in the right circumstances? So without further ado, firstly, I think it's important to tell you a little bit about Porter Cabin. People know the name a lot, but I don't think they know what we do, essentially. I mean, Porter Cabin is an iconic brand. That's why it's well known. But we actually have a lot of people across seven countries. So I think in total, we've got about 1,830 employees across those seven different countries. And they span across sort of the UK, where we've got a manufacturing facility up in York. We've also got a manufacturing facility in France and also Germany. So it's spread from mainland Europe. And obviously up in York, we service Scotland, Ireland, Southern Ireland, England and Wales. So it's quite a big sort of, you know, sort of beast Porter Cabin is now. And it's come a long way in its 60-year history, in essence. So what does Modular offer for the build and your build program? There's a couple of things that are key to this. And for me, it's timeframes. When you think about Modular and think, when should I involve Modular? You should think about your timescales because we can create builds 50% quicker than traditional construction is less disruption because of that. Because the less time you're on site, the less disruption you're going to have to teachers, and more importantly, pupils and their learning time. So I think that's really key when you're in an education environment. And it can create some outstanding performance as far as builds are concerned. And that's probably where we need to change perception a lot. 
is show you how the performance of modulars actually are happening right here, right now. It's, it's delivered in a far more effective and efficient way as well than when you look at traditional because there's a lot of upfront design done within that particular process. So there's a lot of forethought goes into a modular building. And because of that, because you've set your stall out early doors, when you're delivering on site, you know exactly what you're getting because it's all been pre-planned. So that gives you a bit of an insight as to modular and some of the sweet spots where you want to utilise modular to its best advantage. So I kind of want to talk about some of the challenges now on site that I talked about earlier on. Programme times, as I say, are massive for us. You know, when you've got real concertina timeframes, modular can absolutely help you deliver that specific project. When you're developing a live school site, especially in some of the areas that we have done, again, that lack of disruption is key to this particular build process. So that ticks a massive box as far as modular is concerned as well. And when you look at areas being developed, in fact, there's a specific example of an area that's been developed that was very, very difficult for a traditional build to actually create something for the school because it was working on a live site. And we'll go into detail on that later on. So I think if you've got all three of these elements in place, it kind of, as I say, you start thinking about module and how it can start assist you with that particular project or program. So the first thing I'm going to do is take you through two school projects. Now, we delivered these for the ESFA. They were part of the Priority School Build Programme. And in total, the six schools came to about, I think it was £28 million worth of, of contract value in there. So, you know, it, it was some serious work all to bring up to speed schools that weren't performing as well as they could do, mainly because of age. The one that you see here is Pyford. And this was um, in a very sort of countryside environment. So it was key to get this right, because not only were we on a live site but it wasn't a really busy area in itself anyway, so you have to keep things really, really tight. And one of the key drivers here was to make sure they got an operational school extremely quickly. So again, we go back to thinking about timeframes, and it was key to them to get out of the building that they were in and into a new build. It was a 1960s build, so you can imagine. They've been working in that for for 60 years and uh, it becomes unmanageable after a time and obviously you think about backlog maintenance on that older estate as well that again becomes unmanageable so that's why they wanted a speedy program really to resolve some of the issues that they got so this is inside the, the completed school what we actually created for them was some light airy classrooms and it was actually delivered in half of the program time that you would have with traditional build. And that's really important. You know, you've got bums on seats with that reduced program time. Again, really key to when you're looking and thinking about modular in essence. And as I say, that disruption was very minimalist as well on site. You don't want people walking around in high visas disrupting teaching time and learning time for pupils. So there's two main teaching wings to bring them into the 21st century. And these are organised around a central street. This allows really great passive supervision and it also allows great breakout zones as well for the teachers. So they can utilise the footprint of that particular build itself. 
and even the outside, it, you can see it complements its rural surroundings. That was key to this project as well. They wanted to get the internals right, but obviously planners want us to get the externals right as well. So you try and step away as much as you can from it looking modular, which you see here, render and brick, lends it more to the traditional build. So it's great when you do one of these projects, and it's great with all the people you work with and you get feedback, but it's even better when you get feedback from the school itself. Yeah, because we're actually working on their site. We're encroaching on their teaching time. So for us, this is key. So we kind of close off a project by understanding how it's been and how it's impacted on that particular school as well. The second project I want to talk to you about is the challenging project that I mentioned earlier on. And the challenges here were um, levels. It was on a multi-level site, very, very complex indeed. This is Priory Fields. It's um, not far from Dover. And uh, you can imagine, there's a lot of chalk on site. So what the school wanted to do was take the multi-levels away and actually form something that was on a single, single level, quite frankly. So quite complex to do. They'd waited four years, four years for, for a contractor to come along and facilitate this particular build. And what we were able to do with this site was actually get it to a level, and that meant digging out 16,000 cubic metres of chalk before he'd even got buildings onto the site. But again, the advantage of modular there is that you can start digging out on site at the same time that you're creating the build-up in the factory in York and you're putting it together and you're fitting it out, you know, with almost 97% fit-out in there. You, know, you can see where that time frame's really gained because you can work in parallel and in tandem with one another. Again, the school itself, it, it was surrounded by houses. It was a really heavy residential area. So again, you've got less vehicle movements on site with modular builds. And again, that's a really great game because less disruption to teaching time yet again, pupil learning time, but also you improve your health and safety on site. You've not got as many people going in and out of site as you would do normally with a traditional build. And as you can see, the inside's no different from a traditional build either. It performs just as well. So we've had some challenges on site, whether or not it be working on a live site, whether or not it be sorting out levels and concertina in that time frame. What have we learnt from it, in essence? Because I think that's really important. Well, what we've learnt is teachers clearly aren't architects and neither would we expect them to be. You know, so what we've done is we've put standardised components that you can almost lock together to form your school building. So you don't have to be architects, but you can kind of think about the way you want your build to work for you. So you can slot these together in a manner that suits the end users, which to us is really, really important and key to a successful project. So that's what we do each time we come to site, understand how the school's going to work when it's up and running, in essence. We've also looked at how we can speed up the build process. Modular's quick, but it can be quicker when you do standardise components. And... This is an example of a plant room going in, and we've standardised that with the majority of the fit-out, and okay, it makes it heavier to move, but at the end of the day, again, it speeds up the process when you're on the site because you can plug this unit in to wherever it is to go on the site you know, with that pre-planned you know, upfront design process. So again, we're always consistently thinking of ways that we can speed up the process with modular. We had a massive issue as well with double height, and it was a, an area where we had to rely on traditional build to, to give us 
double height at the end of the day. So what we've actually done is, is develop this unit that we can put together in a matter of days, make watertight extremely quickly, and it actually shaves 10 weeks off the build programme, which is a massive amount, if you think about it, in terms of build programme and when you want a school up and running extremely quickly. It's all within DFE guidelines. I think it's 6.8 metres, something like that, uh, total height. So it jumps through all those necessary hoops that you need for a sports hall, for a dining hall, anything like that. So it kind of shows where we're thinking and where we're going. We've got a quick modular process, but we want it to be even quicker. And again, I said it's great to get comments from the school, but it's also great to get comments when you're working with the ESFA or the DFE as well, you know, to understand again how that project went and how we can make it better for future reference as well. The next one I want to talk to, to you about is a specific site because I often get asked the question, how does modular perform, you know, when you compare it to traditional builds? You know, they, they can't get a handle on it in essence. So I think this particular project, which is Global University Technical College, really shows off capability as well. It's a hybrid project, so it was done part modular and, and part of it is traditional build. I think you'll see the traditional build bit here. There's two modular sections and in fact it's spanned over by traditional build. So what modular delivered in this particular build were the complex areas, you know, the ones that traditional couldn't deliver really, really quickly. I often get asked the question about acoustic performance in modular builds. How can you build in acoustic performance? Well, this one is a great example to show that off a little bit because this development was in Hayes, and Hayes is right next door to um, Heathrow, in essence. And because of that, you've got a lot of planes going over. And when you think about what this building's for, it's for recording studios. You've got to get sound attenuation absolutely right from the outset. So I think as far as acoustic performance is concerned, this is a great project to make reference to because it's close proximity to Heathrow and because what it's there for, in essence. You can see part of the recording studio there. So there were triple glazed, those units, to stop sound coming in, obviously, stop sound getting out as well, more importantly. They've got specialist air conditioning systems within there as well. So they remain pretty tight within the building and modular created these particular complex areas because it was easier for us to do it in a quicker, short, a shorter time frame. In fact, it, sh it actually shaved a year off the program time when they were looking at traditional build. So that, that's quite a substantial amount of time when you think about it. This is a, just a picture of the outside because, again, people say they don't want modular to look modular. Hopefully this doesn't look modular. We had to give it a, a bit of a nod towards it, its history. It was the old EMI recording studio, so we've given it a bit of a nod towards its history there. As you can see, it lights up when we're doing recordings as well, so people can see it's live almost, and the recordings are done by uh, Global Academy. Global are uh, smooth FM people like that, you know, so quite big radio stations there. But I think, as I say, it was a really complex site. So you've got district heating systems to put in there, you know, in a really concertina site. I think it was four metres from the boundary to the site. So, again, it was really, really tight. You'd have to think twice about doing traditional build there and the amount of sort of space you're going to take up on it. This is an example of uh, one of the theatres, of course, that got in there as well, a retractable stage area. It got a sports hall also and a tiered lecture theatre. So you know, it's quite a complex requirement that we delivered here. 
And that's a, an example of you know, some of the feedback we got from that particular project itself. And again, so we learn on project and learn going on to the next program. I think also it's a great accolade when we win an award for it. This building was created back in sort of 2017-18. And we, as I say, no finer accolade than getting an off-site award for that specific project. And the reason I'm telling you about this project as well is because it was created a couple of years ago, they've had two cohorts go through the academy since then. And 85% of their pupils actually went on to work in media. You know, so it's a great resounding success for them. And they were able to do that because we cut that program down time from two years to one year. So the future, what's the future hold for modular? I think, you know, we've, we've really got to change perceptions on modular and get people to understand what we can achieve with modular builds, in essence. I think we need to be enlightened from the outset when modular ticks those boxes and when you can use it and when you should use modular. And that goes from, you know, part of the manufacturer's responsibility is going from engagement initially all the way through to delivering a turnkey package. I think we've got a massive responsibility to do that and do it in a responsible, capable manner, you know. And so it really does live up to what we're saying and it cuts program time for you. I put a note about there for main contractors and as being transparent, open and honest, because again, I think that's a, a way to make your projects a lot slicker. I think it's essential going forward, you know, that we remain honest and open with the contractors that we're dealing with on site as well. That's just a bit of a quotation because, you know, we really want to innovate for modular itself. We really want to move forward with modular and, and tell people what it is capable of. That's it. That is the end. Hopefully you've learned a little bit about modular and it's give you a bit of an inside story to it and how we've learned off program. Thanks everyone. Don't forget to register for your free place at our upcoming show in London on www.schoolsandacademiesshow.co.uk.